I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Frank, 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 Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Hey, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with um, the Cockerel, Alan Cochran. Oh, I can't, I can't make his jingle work. Oh, no. oh, it's a terrible. It's the worst possible start. Oh, we're going to no, no. do it. There we go. Phew. And um, Holly Walsh is with us today. Now let me see <laughs> what we can have for. Um, I might have to go back to the older. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I was in a brass band. For a good few years, so that well, suits me. I see you as a as a cornetist. You, you're right. Was no. I? Could you tell by my embouchure? Your what? My embouchure. <laughs> what does that mean? An embouchure. The, uh, the sort of cir- mouth yeah, it's the circle to... where you blow through when you're playing the trumpet. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I, did, I didn't want to guess that in case you took embouchure. <laughs> so, um, what's it? What's the word? Embouchure. No, I've never heard that before. I thought it was embouchure, but what do I know? Hey. Well, that's this that's week's text, in it? That's how, the how do you day. say embouchure? No, don't, no, don't really, don't <laughs> really. So it's like that. It's like that extra mouthpiece bit that you put on a brass instrument. No, no, mouthpiece. that's the mouthpiece. It's the uh, the. I, I might be wrong about this, but I, I think that an embouchure is the sort of. Um, it's the, the way you pucker, up the way you pucker your lips. Oh, it's that, yeah, I know what you mean. To get, to get blowing. Brilliant. I'm looking at Sandy Wall, because Sandy Wall knows everything, and she's in the next room, and she's pointing at her lips and giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> which basically is a, is a signal I've been waiting to get for, from her for about three years. <laughs> but that's, it is uh, your birthday. Exactly. <laughs> it's, about, it's way overdue. So, um, so here we are today, and um, I've had... Uh, Oh God! I've had I've had a week a bit like Bear Grylls must have most weeks when he goes back to the wilderness and just lives on his wits, right? That kind of thing from his mansion, presumably. No, well, no, I think he's. Um, I was an apartment dweller. Do you know? I imagine Bear just lives um, lives in the wild, doesn't he? No, that's that's the trick. They all pedal for you, then they go back to their house. <laughs> Oh, that's. Remember, John Noakes used to do that on Go with Noakes. Remember, he used to say good night to the camera, zip up the tent. Then the minute the camera stopped running, he's off to a five-star hotel. The dog was just left to wander. <laughs> so, um, is the cockerel a bit quiet this morning? Is my? Am I? Uh, I don't know. I'm. You know, it's my birthday. My hearing could I mean, could go without a gradual out. ramp. <laughs> so just go really yeah. suddenly. Maybe we're factoring in the fact that I normally get louder through performance adrenaline. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you're famed I'm for like, the for the amount of adrenaline you I'm like uh, a coiled spring here. You generate. Now that that's, that sounds. I can't hear me now. Oh, people don't want to hear all that, do they? What they can hear and what I can. Now that's yeah. much better. People listening. To oh, we can start the show again now. Hey, good you? morning. It's Frank's going absolute radio. <laughs> oh, that was my embouchure. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, no, we had a we had a power cop <laughs> to our flats oh. this week. Your flat, sir. My flat. Well, I mean, I in live in block. flats. I live in a flat in a block of flats. Yeah, but you only own a flat in it. Oh yes, I only own a flat. <laughs> I don't think she's calling you a loser. I think she's being pedantic. Okay, <laughs> thank goodness for that. How many flats do people normally have? Well, you said flats like you owned a few, and this was a problem for you. What don't you? Wouldn't you say our flats? Meaning our? our... No, I'd say my flat. Oh. <laughs> But the power cut was in all the, the whole block. 
Uh, well, our block of flats then. Oh, God, this is going to be a tricky morning, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> OK, well, in our block of flats, we had a big power <coughs> cut on... Um, and it was... Uh, it was off uh, from 11 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Really? And, it's you know, it's quite cold at the moment, and uh, it was it was difficult. I'll be straight with you. What was the heating effect? Everything. No heating. I mean, we were in we were in desperate fear for the freezer. We got a lot of stuff in oh, there. Isn't yeah. it all right as long as you don't open the freezer? No, well, that's that's what that's <laughs> what um, everyone said. Don't just don't open the freezer door. But I, um, but my girlfriend was very worried the stuff was going to go off and we were going to die of food poisoning. I was at the freezer door. It was like the Chilean miners. <laughs> Me saying, "Look, we, we we're doing everything we can <laughs> to the frozen stuff." But that is that's what we were told. As long as you don't open the freezer door, it will stay frozen for um, several hours. But it was, it was kind of, it was like the war. It was very um, exciting. I went over to the window and shook my fist at the Luftwaffe at one point, just for old times' sake. Have you got a torch application on your phone? That's the. That's the Do you know? Um, I have no idea. I always use the sort of screen on my phone as a way of well, finding my my if way. If you've got a, a popular phone that I think we all have, then there's a torch app that's very useful. Mm-hmm. Very. Oh, I, I I cannot wait to get. A, an opportunity if someone's lost their keys or if we're at the cinema and oh I don't know where my seat hang on a second boom I'm there you <laughs> should uh, you should download the new um, Olympic torch app <laughs> <laughs> which I think lasts forever that sounds good yeah. wouldn't it be brilliant just to celebrate the 21st century if everyone ran round Britain holding up a, a phone with the Olympic torch <laughs> app on it uh, for the Olympics because the old the old rubbish Lamp, not lamp. What have I got a torch? <laughs> oh, I've gone. I'm old. The Olympic lamp. I'm just Famous an old Olympic. man, Commander. <laughs> That's what the spy used to say in Stingray when they came round his house. And even though he was a spy, pretend he was just an old man living on an island. Oh. X two zero, he was called. Which is incidentally, it's the same number of the bus that goes from Birmingham to uh, Stratford on Avon. <laughs> uh, you can text us in on eight twelve fifteen. It's my birthday. Don't do what I like. Um, <laughs> You can text us in on eight twelve fifteen, and um, I have more tales of the power cut. Oh, I mean, it was it was traumatic in many ways, but it, it was good in that it uh, reminded me that if I have to, I could survive. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. Yeah, so I was talking about my uh, my power cut thing. It's uh, it, it was quite romantic actually. Me me and the girlfriend in candlelight. Oh yeah, nice. And we um, we had to uh, talk. <laughs> yeah, because obviously the telly wasn't on and stuff, and we sat for a bit in silent darkness, and then eventually, the words sort of dripped out like oh. water coming through a rock. You don't have a battery-operated radio or anything, just. Uh, um, I hate to keep bombarding you with these other options. I don't think we do have a battery-operated radio. There was, I mean, I was being at my most inventive at one point. I, um, I. Um, I went out into because the, the common areas they kept uh, they kept uh, supplied electricity for emergency exits. Oh, so I, I had this brilliant idea. Necessity being the mother of invention, I yeah. went out into um, into the hallway, oh. found a socket, and uh, plugged in the kettle. Just sat like an old Indian fakir <laughs> next oh. to the cat, the steaming kettle. I, I really felt, wow, man, that was a brilliant idea for me to think of that. I seem to remember <laughs> us rolling paper up to make it. Catch a, oh no! Hang on. Yeah, yeah. I no, you're think thinking of that arson. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, yeah, we used to. Um, I went to boarding school, and on a power cut, we had to go and sit downstairs, all of us, and we'd sit in um, a huge sort of. Day, it was called the day room. All all like a hundred people in my house, and we'd sing campfire songs until the power came back on. Oh, <laughs> lovely! Yeah, all of it. Right. Any anyone you can name, we sung it. And was there a campfire of any kind? It wasn't. We was there just, a campfire app? Stared up. <laughs> yeah. There was no campfire no, apps in those days. No, that was. And so do you think did it we stood leave? you in good stead for? Uh, well, it just means that in any, in any kind of emergency, in any kind of emergency, I'm I'm um, quite drawn to uh, Kumbaya. Yeah, yellow submarine. Yeah. I bet you did a bit of yellow submarine, <laughs> didn't you? I Anything with a round. I don't think I could have uh, <laughs> tempted Kath into a sing song. She's not that kind of partner. <laughs> no. Would she have? Uh, is it Lars Ulrich? Not Lars Ulrich. Ulrich Schnauz. Ulrich. If it had been a bit Ulrich Schnauz, she would have joined him. But that, with electronica <laughs> and shoegaze, it's quite difficult in a power cut. Lars Ulrich, I think, is a uh, disgraced cyclist, isn't he? Aren't we all? Isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) There was a bit that she did find hilarious, and she doesn't laugh at much, my girlfriend, but um, there was a bit where um, I was... Because I had stuff I was going to cook. I couldn't cook any of it because we didn't have a cooker, so I had to to rely on sandwiches. So I had a torch pointing it at the old bread, finding the blue bits so I could pick the blue bits off. Right. This is like the war. Yeah, and I turned to her and said, you know, I was on BBC One twice, only two nights ago. <laughs> and here I am picking the blue bits off bed by torchlight. I'm not off bed, off, off bread, that was a different... There was some blue bits on the bed. But... <laughs> we don't talk about that. I think you're all right. It, bread's all right if you just pick those bits yeah, off. Yeah, just chop it off and have it. I agree with the answer. That's what Vita is, though, pretty much, isn't it? What, blue bits? Yeah, just dried out bread. Some you are. <laughs> 747, a.k.a. Busy Tales, I don't know why his nickname is that, has, uh, has put, you should have run the extension lead from that socket to your flat, you donut. <laughs> I like the fact that he's called you a donut. <laughs> no, it's a good idea, though. Yeah, you could have but had I could have find the extent- with a couple of extension It was calls, too dark to find the extension lead, let's <laughs> face it. I'm also, what I'm going to do is get a luminous extension lead. For- I was also quite worried, because it was a common emergency areas. We live quite near to St Thomas's Hospital and I had an idea when I plugged the kettle in that all the life support machines would go down a notch <laughs> and you know as much as I love a nice copper yeah. it didn't seem right it doesn't seem fair does it but when the lights finally came on it was, it was something a bit sad about it did you it. hear a sort of round oh. of applause throughout the building it's not that kind of flats <laughs> <laughs> butlers no. sighing exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. And irate millionaires going, What's about title? What's going on here? There was a lot of that going on in the. Yeah, it's those kind of flats. But. Um, well, Lars Ulrich is the drummer in Metallica, everybody. Is he? Yeah, sorry. You could have sung along to some Metallica songs while you were. <laughs> yeah. while Hulk, the Hulk Hogan was nearly in. Uh, nearly in Metallica, so I was reading this week. Really? Yeah. Are you reading a biography of Hulk Hogan? Um, who or, isn't? Or some lies about Metallica. <laughs> no, no, that was what he said in an interview this week. Jan Ulrich was the cyclist who doped and got caught from the Tour de France. Thank God. It's, it's, There's a lot of Ulrichs about, isn't there? Oh, we're disseminating what, information this morning. Today. He just had a nice uh, glass of milk by the looks of him. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, the power came on and it was all done and dusted and uh, it was like that moment when Dorothy wakes up at the end of Wizard of Oz and it goes colourful again. It was a special episode in my life I shall long remember. 
The Guardian. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. What else? Well, I... my, my cake, my cake just came in. <laughs> Your birthday cake. Look at the cake came in. One candle, which I thought was quite diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an enormous gnarled old candle <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was an enormous cake it could have fitted them all on but <laughs> no, that wasn't that big a cake <laughs> Skeet Ulrich is very good looking that's an Ulrich to fancy 526 oh, Skeet Ulrich the uh, German Ulrich. Uh, clay pigeon shooting champion oh. of course my mistake yeah, yeah, should have known yeah. this is the major text in of the day I name your Ulrich <laughs> what have exactly. you got favourite Ulrich Don't it'll be all, Ulrich on the night <laughs> loving it well <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I feel you've truly got your membership now. You've got your England Once you've cap. You've done a croaky pun. You're in. Yeah. Do you know call what? that a croaky pun? <laughs> I wasn't that was calling that good, one. That was a good pun. I, I had a really weird week. I um I I recently moved in with my boyfriend, first person I've oh. ever lived with. Quite exciting. And um, I like the way you did that, slightly distant from the mic and then close to the mic. <laughs> yeah. Suggested you moving in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to bring distance. Is he called Mike? Your boyfriend? <laughs> close to Mike. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and um, I have found out that it's not normal to put your socks on first in the morning. And this is something I didn't know until I've, I lived with somebody, because I've done that all my life. And apparently, that's weird. Socks on with nothing else on. It's the first well, the thing you've got on. easy. No, I know, but we need to know, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the first item of clothing. You mean he's seen you get dressed already when he just moved in? <laughs> what? Don't, look, with boys, don't give them too much too soon. <laughs> that's my advice. <laughs> well, I, it's, I, no, I can't, uh, I'm very much a traditional pants on first. I think that's because, I don't know what it is, I always think someone's going to come in. <laughs> but that's, that's why I put my socks on first, because um, fire alarms, that goes through my head. If, yeah, if but if, a, it would have to be one hell of an inferno for me to leave without my pants I'll tell you that I think if you have if you if someone com- did come in unexpected you just got your socks on it looks like you're just waiting for someone to come in while you haven't got your pants on and you put your socks on because you think well I'm, I'm wandering around but you know it looks like a trap it's more funny than the, the just pure nakedness isn't it it's naked and soft well that's the other thing is that I, I mean I'm a ma- I'm a g- guessing you, you're a white ankle kind of a uh, sock that person that is very presumptuous yeah it is a little um, what but, are you um, football socks leather hosen what have you got yeah. <laughs> what is it a, a cashmere knee <laughs> do you go for a cashmere knee sock no but it makes a difference because if white socks um I think it's all right to be naked in white socks, but any thing. other coloured sock looks ridiculous, on a man in particular. Black socks... I wouldn't say a white sock is probably the least attractive <laughs> of all the socks. Oh. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go as far as to say I would be put off by a man who wore, who wore just white socks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, you've got to this have a rule, is why, This <laughs> is why <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jackson had such a troubled love life. <laughs> People were repelled by his fabulous glittery white socks, which <laughs> I think he just had socks and a glove. So he, he sort yes, of, he, all the you don't <laughs> want to walk in on someone with just socks and a glove because <laughs> the options are too terrifying. It to just imagine. makes you wonder, doesn't it? Um, what do, uh, what would you put it down to the socks first? Well, are you fire, able to it's the fire alarm thing. When I was at school, we were always told you had to put your socks and shoes on first and then leave the building. Well, that's the trouble if you have a bonfire in the day room on a regular <laughs> basis. There's always a fear that the building could go up at any time. But also, I would class um, socks very much as a uh, a as an underwear item. 
Mm-hmm. And B, that's the piece of um, my body that gets dry the quickest because obviously I've I've journeyed. What your socks? No, my feet. So they're the dry. They're the driest bit. That's that's you know that makes sense to put on your socks over your dry because your feet have. You mean in case of a fire, you feel that you see your feet as some sort of kindling <laughs> can go up at any time. <laughs> this is why Kate Winslet got the old lady out the house so quickly because you're so dry at that age. <laughs> she had the feet. Oh, it's like having a yuletide log in a corner of the room. You've got to get her out. <laughs> if you have any strange habits you'd like to tell us about, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. That went very well, one show. It was a one show. <laughs> or, or things you didn't realise were weird until somebody else pointed them out. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. I think we've had a text, haven't we? We've had uh, various texts about strange habits. We've also had a text saying, have you any idea how unattractive the socks only look is? No wonder it's taken this long for someone to move in with her, which seems a bit unkind to Polly. <laughs> that, that's from my boyfriend as well. Yeah, that's from Mike. Somebody else, somebody, else's, uh, <laughs> somebody else's husband puts his T-shirt on first and then leaves it a while to put any other item of clothing on, so just walks around... In a T-shirt, in a nighty. T-shirt, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I used to live with uh, Top Cat, <laughs> <laughs> and he used to put his waistcoat on first, and then a straw boater, and then nothing else. Really, is it like a newsreader? Um, yeah, <laughs> is that what they do? <laughs> I've always I don't assumed know, I've never been out of the newsreader. I've always assumed that they've got it. jeans on under that suit. You know, the bottom I'm half. I'm going to ask Sandy Wall now. Oh yeah, we can find that. <laughs> She's got the newsreader newsreader inside info. I, I'm fairly sure somebody told me that the. Like when you're wearing a tailored suit, the way to dress is to put the socks on before the trousers. Because if you put the trousers on and then bend to put the socks on, you oh, crease yeah. up the trousers. Oh, that makes but then sense. you should put your shoes on as well. Arguably, and that's yeah. going to be difficult putting a shoe through a well-tailored leg. That's a good point. That is a good point. That that's why disregard disregard that. That's, that's bad why advice. Oxford bags were, were invented, and indeed slip-ons. Oxford. Oh, the slip-on shoe, right? Yeah, yeah. You could just um, wear a loafer that or a slipper, like a fluffy slipper. Yeah. Do I like a fluffy no, slipper? No, no. You, you could just you wear like a sort of fluffy. Oh, slipper. I thought you were giving me a choice of birthday gifts. <laughs> okay, I'll have a fluffy slip. Can I have one of those that's almost feather? You know those ones when you think, is that fluff or is it feather? It's so light on the front of a. <laughs> Who's ever given you a pair of feather slippers? Well, no one yet. <laughs> But, you know, no, stick, stick around. I'll tell you what my habit is, which I wasn't really aware of until my girlfriend pointed out, is that I clear my throat quite a lot. Oh, really? <clears throat> it, all, it always sounds like I'm about, I'm about to say something of great import. <laughs> Sometimes I've been in groups of people where they're, they're not used to me, and I go, <clears throat> and they all stop. You also, you, also, for the speech. you also have an annoying habit of um, banging a spoon against a glass quite often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other one, yeah. And, and, uh, and standing up at any sort of uh, <laughs> dinner, large dinner. <laughs> no, it's true, though. I've got that. <clears throat> uh, am I, uh, either that or she's... Me. Sorry, either that or she's always doing something that... You want to pull her up on, but don't quite have the guts to say it. So. Yeah, exactly. That would be more of a... Uh, um, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't dare do that. My girlfriend shrugs in the night. Oh, really? Like I've asked her something that she's not very interested in. Yeah, I can, I can feel it going through the mattress. Her, oh, her shoulders weird. shrugging. I think she dreams a lot about 
Indifference. My mum does a sort of version of that while she's away, where she'll just go <laughs> <laughs> every now and again. Now that's the walk over your grave theory. Yeah, but it? I mean, it's it's happening four times an hour to my mum. I don't know and if it's on a thoroughfare <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, and, and also the rise in cremation doesn't seem to have affected the uh, walk <laughs> over the grave thing at all. I grind my teeth in my sleep, which must be awful for the for the wife to have to. Well, sleep have you got a lathe? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. But. And apparently my, my weird habit in the house is I'm not particularly tidy, but Ooh. if we're sitting down to watch something on the telly, I have to have the areas that I can see between me and the television tidy. So I will tidy up the areas of my peripheral vision. <laughs> oh, I like so there that. could be extreme untidiness just out of view, doesn't bother me, but within where I'm looking, I like my peripheral vision, so I keep saying, hang on, before we sit down to watch The Killing, let's say, I need to sort out my periphery. <laughs> So See, I do really? periphery. Yeah, I can't bear the tide. But then you could turn tidy. your head, and then your periphery would just extend. Yeah, I mean the next logical step is for me to get blinkers to watch the television. <laughs> blinkers, is a, that's a brilliant idea. Or a room that's quite narrow at one end and a bit a bit wider at the okay. television. End. I'm very happy in hotels, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> Yeah, what, what you, yeah, that's what you get in a hotel. You get um, sorted periphery. Yeah, they they guarantee you'll have a clear periphery. <laughs> Too many a sorted periphery. <laughs> I like. Uh, is it the word potpourri? You see, you have got mixed up. <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. Oh, we were talking about um, strange habits, were we not? We were. We've had a text in uh, from someone saying that their colleagues enjoy wandering around the office barefoot, and they're suggesting mm, maybe that's... This is from uh, one of the disciples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hear from them occasionally. <laughs> they're still about. You're, oh, you're, God, they're still about. They split up by now. No, I think one, one left early, <laughs> but the others carried they're on. quite like the sugar babes in that respect. Yeah, exactly. They sort of get replaced. Yeah. I, I was thinking Atomic Kitten. Seeing Judas as Too a sort soon. of Kerry Katona figure. <laughs> we could do this radio show any time from 1992 to now, with these sort of references. Well, we could back, come back 2,000 years for the, uh, <laughs> the disciple stuff. 811 has texted in saying, I find that old men in swimming pool changing rooms will always go socks first and mm. can sometimes spend up to 20 minutes before even considering putting on. I'm assuming they mean putting on other clothing, but they do do that, yeah. Maybe they know about the Veruca, the old men. Maybe they're like years in the game. I, I think you'll find that that's just um, hardening of the arteries and and, <laughs> and other things that cause a paleness of the feet. They haven't got socks on at all. But also, <laughs> I would say that that's the stupidest thing to do because everybody knows in swimming pool changing rooms you put your socks on last because it's always wet on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, you say everybody knows, but not the elderly. <laughs> Maybe they knew. <laughs> They've forgotten having to relearn that. Oh no, that's <laughs> terrible. How's your Veruca? Um, I think uh, I think it's. Uh, I can't really tell how it is. You're not charting it. You're not. I'm not carefully charting it now. I've, I've um, filed down. My, I'm trying a different method every week. We keep getting emails with people suggesting. Somebody <laughs> this week suggested I used. Um, I forgot that it's, it's something about peroxide or something. Yeah, was it? Something I don't like know. I don't know. End up. Give it highlights. Give your yeah, I don't some highlights. Yeah, I don't want blonde feet. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like if it was blonde feet. It'd be like Arthur Miller in bed with uh, Marilyn Monroe, with, with 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 her sleeping at one end of the duvet and me at the other. 
It's here. Fabulous recreation of old Hollywood marriage, that would be. It's, it's using H2O2, hydrogen peroxide, worked oh, no. for me. I think I used 35%. <laughs> Well, what uh, what does that mean? Within no, a I, think, week? I think you mix. You probably mix it with oh. water. No, you do. You, it's like alcohol. You mix it with coke or um, <laughs> g- uh, tonic water. A mixer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. widely Maybe. available mixer. <laughs> Within a week, they were gone. Dab Varukas with a Q-tip dipped in H two O two every night and morning. Who's that from? That's from. Uh, Someone that sent us an email. Oh, okay. I like the fact that no chiropodists or trained <laughs> experts have offered any sort of. No, I'm, I'm happy to go with Mo's mixers <laughs> as an idea. Mixer Mo. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Mixer Mo toes. A bit of Mixer Mo toe. I mean, there's so mix much in. I'll get a pencil and paper and you'll fix. Yeah, I'm. Uh, no, that would be good. I might have. Uh, I might have a uh, peroxide and Red Bull. To speed up the process <laughs> and also to improve my tap dancing. Now, my current thing with the Veruca is I've bought one of those pipes that the old snake charmers use and I just play it at the opening, hoping I can lure the Veruca out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we got on to Veruca. Yeah, exactly. That's one of my strange habits. Mine's tidying up my it's peripheral vision and yours my, is playing a pipe to your feet. Mine's Veruca charming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's hot in here, isn't it? I also have a strange habit of uh, pretending to be Welsh or Scottish for whole days at a time around the house. Do you really? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll be in the house going, all right, love, how are you? Oh, I'm great, me. And my wife would just be looking at me like, what are you doing? I just do it for ages and don't even realise I'm that, doing it. That's a fabulous... Well, you you have no idea. <clears throat> oh, no, I know I'm doing it, but I can't get out of it once I'm into it. <laughs> it's very strange. And the Scottish one's a slightly strange, aggressive one where I'm like, I'm going to batter you. See you, I'm going to batter you. Can you keep that up all... all well, I can do that for... I mean, my wife's been quite close to leaving <laughs> several times. <laughs> what, is she anti-Scottish? Yeah. <laughs> well, I if, if so. they get independence, do you think you'll have to drop that? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I don't know. That well, is, it wouldn't change the accent, would that, it? That's slightly terrifying, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, but it feels like you'd have, you'd have less right... <laughs> Every time she opens the door, she's she's wor- worried which Alan's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prank, thanks for doing the Byron. 040 has texted in. I don't know what that means. Thanks for doing the Byron. What's that? I don't know. It, it could be referring to a, a joke that I did the other night that um, ah, died a terrible death. Oh, could really? be referring to that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I well, I had, I had a Byron Burger pre-show. Oh, nice. And when I went... I was doing... A, I'm, I'm doing gigs at... Um, I'm not plugging it. It's, it's at the Noel Coward Theatre. I'm doing gigs um, at the moment. And uh, I went on stage and I had a, quite a big piece of burger in my teeth. And so I had to pick it out. And I said, so I've just had a Byron burger. And I said, um, I, they're nice, but I find them less lyrical than the Shelley burgers. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Absolutely. Not only nothing, but a kind of a loud nothing. <laughs> An aggressive silence, if you can imagine <laughs> such a thing, of outrage. Not only the, a lot of Coleridge fans in that. Yeah, thing. I think there was a lot of that. I, you could smell the laudanum in the air. <laughs> but there the was opium den out the back had gone to your head. I wish you wouldn't talk about Chinatown like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was one of those where I thought, you know, it was a long shot, let's face it. But uh, I am. Um, in that sort of situation, all you want is one person to laugh and you feel like you've really you've done a good thing. But if no one laughs, you just feel like a fool. You know what? Even I didn't laugh. It was that <laughs> no. kind of gag. Uh-oh. I said it and I, I just felt people thought I was being a bit hoity-toity. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
And I'm with um, Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh. I read a story this week. That was Holly Walsh. This is Holly oh, Walsh. Sorry, hi. <laughs> this is Alan Cochran. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for the There's avoidance any, of uh, doubt. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for my voice to break. You read, in you, read a, you read a story. Was it Stick of the Dump to a group of... Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. All struck school uh-huh. children. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. What well, you read Byron this week, though? I did read Byron. <laughs> we found that out. I decided on the cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice, um, uh, talking of cheeseburgers, excellent link. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the Duchess of Cornwall this week asked people to come up with recipes for. Are you the... saying that because she looks like a cheeseburger? <laughs> she doesn't like a cheeseburger. She does a bit. She with her blonde hair representing the cheese. If anything, she looks like a cheese meatball. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> so she um, she's asked people to come up with recipes for the uh, Queen's 60th anniversary that's coming up. Yeah. Um, for example, did you know? I didn't know this, but um, uh, I believe they're calling it the Jubilee. Aren't they? <laughs> the Jubilee. Is or is it Diamond? Is it? It's the Diamond Jubilee. Diamond yeah. Jubilee. Yeah. Did you, did you know that? Um, a coronation chicken was invented for her coronation. Do you know, I had no idea about that. I I thought coronation chicken was an Indian meal. It's got a kind of a curry feel to yeah, it. Yeah, it has, but they put it all together, like, as a mark of respect to her uh, coronation. They used to do these things. I remember at school having some uh, Churchill's funeral profiterole. <laughs> <laughs> Dark chocolate, of course, out of respect. <laughs> Yeah, they, I think they often celebrated a major national event with a uh, with a food stuff. I and can see the d- similarities between a profiterole and um, Winston Churchill. Weirdly, yeah, well, times have changed. <laughs> so what? But I uh, was thinking my choice would be if because obviously coronation chicken isn't exactly um, not like a normal mixture of foods. It's got sort of raisins in it or sultanas. People and get angry about sweet and savoury together, don't they? Yeah. People uh, get uppity about that. I don't mind it, but people do. Chill is based on the old light and dark thing, isn't it? Mm. Or the Shakespeare play where you get the tragic moment followed by the, the comedy characters. Indeed. I mean, it follows a format, but people still get uppity about it. Mm. I stand people by my point. People get uppity about all sorts. <laughs> yeah. but, um, we need to come up with some more suggestions for them, for um, what, uh, what recipes we could come up with she's asked, this week. Uh, she's asked, is it school kids? She's asked to come up with a, the, the classic sort of uh, silver jubilee... Oh, thing. Yeah, don't ask school kids because all you'll get is sweets and bogies, isn't it? That's, that's what they call fish fingers and all the that. Jubi- Jubilee pasta is yeah. uh, pasta with sweets and bogies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Right. Some people are having their breakfast <laughs> listening to this. Sorry. Jubilee cereals. <laughs> Whatever the pudding is, it should be called Lovely Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> Jubilee. By Rusty Lee. <laughs> Sarah had, Lee. Sarah Lee. I had sure. somebody call the Jubilee line, the Jubilee line the other day. <laughs> d- d- very cop <laughs> deliberately. Yeah, no, no, no. They were they thought it was called the Jubbly Line. <laughs> I thought lovely Jubbly. I thought that could actually be. Was it David Jason? It was. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, I think I think since the Queen's bodyguard, he's just been wandering around London in his socks, <laughs> saying all sorts of odd stuff. Just, just his socks. Oh yeah, he's completely gone. It's, it's a terrible thing. Oh, I, had to, uh, uh, I had to help him the day. Nearly fell through. You know, one of those things in bars where they lift the flap on. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly he looked to me like he was going to lean on where the gap was. I, only, I managed to stop him just in time. <laughs> did you say mind the gap? <laughs> <laughs> I did on the jobly line. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, 
somebody has texted it. The, you know, remember a minute ago we were doing the thing. The lady texted about. Her don't husband. ask me that on my birthday. <laughs> I don't remember. A the lady ago. that texted about her husband wearing only his t-shirt. She's texted again saying the comment about my husband and his t-shirt habit you read out. Because no one said it was weird, he now thinks I'm the weird one. She's. A bit, uh, I. Yeah, I mean we're all weird in our own way. Aren't I we? think the thing is though, and I, I, I know where I know where she's coming from, but I, I think you've got to be able to relax in your own home. Do you know what I'm saying? And if he feels good in just a t-shirt, I mean, it, we're also we're talking about length. If it's a crop top, I can see that a boob tube. Yeah, but if it's if it's a lengthy t-shirt, I oh, think... I'm glad that's what you meant. We said we're talking about length. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, can you I remind you? It's, uh, it's nine. What is it? We're it's thirteen we're minutes on. past we're nine. Yes, you I wear only a pyjama top, do I do, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, Holly's now looking at it, how come Alan knows that? <laughs> yeah. I can assure you we've talked a lot on air. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's important to be able to relax in your own home. I mean, Holly's only just moved in with her boyfriend. It takes time to get to this level. Already yeah. you're, you're happy in just your socks. Well, no, I've always done that. Yeah, but but some people when they move in with someone they think, oh well, I better put on a bit of a false front. Oh, <laughs> and let me uh, let me rephrase. My, my wife that. did that the night we met, <laughs> didn't she? Turned out it was a wonder bra. Oh God, thank God it was a wonder bra. I wonder where we were. Well, I think we need to get out of this link. I think we I think we're playing with fire. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. We were just talking about. Um, Special meal being arranged for the Queen's Silver Jubilee. Well, they just want to—they want a re- new recipe that they could um, <coughs> sort of um, call the Jubilee meal or whatever. So everybody the goes lovely jubilee. By the lovely jubilee. Yeah. yeah. I definitely want Elizabeths. I know that. <laughs> What's that? Seconds. Oh, nice. Is that a, is that a, is that a real? No, it's not. But it could. It should be at the jubilee meal. Does anyone want Elizabeth? Oh. My parents have a saying um, that um, they once went to dinner with um, someone, and at the end of the night, they they were they weren't allowed any more for like seconds because someone said that this was an Edward meal, meaning that um, Edward would be, would be eating it the next day. So from now on in our household, we call everything an Edward. Is this an Edward meal? Means that we're not allowed to eat any more of it because we have to eat it the next day. I've never heard of that before. No, I, th- I don't. I think it's just a, it's our a family. family shorthand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. An Edward meal, smashing. <laughs> I don't know what I'd make for the Queen. I uh, oh, for the Jubilee. I'd, it's a diamond jubilee. Maybe she should just have diamond white, get her really drunk, and then she'll eat. Oh, we were saying. Of course, it is a re- she is the only person I believe who can kill Swan. So yeah. let's have Swan. I think. Well, that's swan. the weird thing that it said in the article that she doesn't like fussy food. And I was thinking, you're the only person that's allowed to eat Swan, and you don't like fancy food. <laughs> How do you eat Swan? Way. I imagine it on a silver platter with a sort of a hot dog roll attachment for the neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They just deep fry it. They just dip. <laughs> From the neck down. On the neck then, becomes a handle. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So the only bit you don't want to eat is You'd the neck up. You have to wait for the rigor mortis to set in a little bit. You don't want your swan flopping all over when no, you're I trying to eat it like I think a you can get a you can get a neck brace specially for it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's a, get a swan that's been in an accident. <laughs> well, I, there's plenty of those around. I have a um, a meal that I eat, especially when I'm sort of ill or not feeling too happy. Is it a barium meal? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, but you get pasta and then you get copper soup mm. and you put the, um, you cook the pasta and then you put raw copper soup on it, like not a lot of liquid in it. And then you just grate loads of cheese over the top. I reckon I'd put that one in. Where's the juice coming? Where's huh? the moisture? There isn't any juice, it just thickens it. Oh. 
It's delicious. Really? I promise I you. I don't like the sound of that. I, mean, I, I class myself as a bit of a food snob, but that is amazing. What worries me is that copper soup, against all its natural instincts, has been forced into a meal where there is neither a cop <laughs> nor is there any soup. Exactly. <laughs> How does it feel about it? That's what we need to it's not, It doesn't really fulfil its name. No, it's a hostage to fortune copper soup in this case. I feel, I feel sorry for it. About the Duchess of Cornwall starting this is that her son is Tom Parker Bowles, the food writer. Surely... Just ask him. Save a lot of faff. You don't need to ask the school kids. It'll be done by the end of the week. It's give never, him, never struck me before that he's called Bowls and he's a food <laughs> oh, I suppose it's the E in Bowls, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, there are people that can be led on by their names yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I met a bloke who worked for a freezing company and he was called something Frost. It did tickle me. He must have had it every day, but it really tickled me. No, that was David Jason again. He's been wandering around. <laughs> oh, Frost. He, he, now, he now thinks he's, um, he's actually Inspector Frost as well. He's well, completely um, lost it. Do you not have a weird combination of food that you like, that you that yeah. other people don't seem to like? Um, I like cheese and sprout sandwiches. Do you? Mm. The Cooked. Brussels sprout. Or they're lumpy. The Brussels sprout is really maligned. It's, it, it shouldn't is. only so be It's a Christmas. wonderful thing. Very nice. It melts the cheese, that's what's brilliant Wait, wait, about so you it. get a bit of bread, and then you take a whole sprout, or you cut them in half? No, a whole sprout. You so don't cut them in half? No, it looks like a... You know when the myxomatosis thing, it looks like a rabbit's head <laughs> from that era? <laughs> you, would li- you should get a sprout donut. You should. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you um, have any ideas for the Queen's... Uh, Whatever it is, Jubilee dinner. Let us know. See again, it's gone, it's gone very one show. I don't yeah. feel like, I don't feel well, I'm flowing. Twelve fifteen. I'm not <laughs> flowing today. I'm sounding like some sort of phony old DJ from way back. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. We've had a text in about your uh, your show, Frank. My show. Your show. Your <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to stoop to start mimicking my accent. No, so I'm terribly sorry. Uh, well, hi, Frank. We came to your show on Wednesday night just to let you know we didn't die on the drive home. <laughs> Brilliant yes. performance. Icing on the cake would have been you playing your uke. I'm doing your show this week, next weekend, so I'm uh, I'm keen to know how it's going. Well, it's going. Um, generally, it's going very well. That particular night was. Um, I wouldn't look back on it. Was uh, it, it was, I think it was um, the narrator at the opening of um, A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens, who says it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. <laughs> so there was some t- tremendous moments, and then there was one very uh, difficult... Well, I have a sort of quiz at one point where I get up two volunteers from the audience, and someone said to me, oh, choose my friend, choose my friend. And I looked at her friend and everything, all my comedy instincts said, don't choose her friend. And so I chose her friend. <laughs> and um, it went quite wrong. <laughs> she got on stage and I said, right, do you want to do the quiz? And she said, yes. She came up and I asked her the first question. She said, I didn't know there'd be questions. <laughs> mm, okay. And it got worse from there. And it got, I won't go through the whole rigmarole, but it, we, we, I ended up in a situation where um, I said to a member of the audience that I hope they died in a car crash on the way home. <laughs> um, and I said quite slowly, and I said, you know, I hope you know that you remember this moment when you're being cut out of the wreckage with oxyacetylene equipment. I think I, I sort of... Apo- I, well, I, I, sort, I didn't exactly. I, I apologised. Later in the evening, as I calmed, I said, you know, I'd settle for a mild concussion. <laughs> and I think the last link I said it just a 
just the migraine. <laughs> so I steadily calmed, but it was it was. Uh, he giveth and he taketh away. <laughs> it was very odd. I did the opening monologue from uh, Richard the Third at one point. Did you? No apparent reason other than the woman, the strange woman who had come up on stage, was sort of got was hoot was sort of haunching lower and lower as she spoke, and I started going with her. And next thing I know, now it's the winter of our. Dis- and I just did the whole. So it was, um, as I said at the end, it was profoundly live. Yeah, yeah, it can yeah. really slip away from it. Oh, God, the quiz went, it, it, it went very, uh, very bad indeed. <laughs> and there was actually a moment where about six people were going off, off, off. Oh, really? To you yes. or oh, to the wow. lady? Well, I like to think it was for her, but I can't be totally sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be caught by that stray bullet. No, exactly, but it, it could I have sh- been me. I should say everyone in the room who isn't a professional comedian is listening to this through their hands, like, ah! <laughs> like proper yes. horror, and everybody else is like, oh, you know, it happens. <laughs> so I, haven't, yeah. I haven't heard off, off, off for many a year. But, oh, uh, no, so at the so end, wild. when I went on for the closing link, I claimed that it wasn't me who died during the quiz, and it's all been done like Sherlock. <laughs> and the two people were two volunteers from my homeless army, and we'd set up the whole thing, but no one believed Spoiler that. Spoiler alert there for anybody that Sky Plus did, I suspect. Was yeah, it? Yeah. it was, uh, yes, it was, uh, it was difficult. Oh, and at the end, at the very end, I always leave the stage to um, Tomorrow from Annie, you know, the son nice. of Karma. And instead of going off stage, that I did a sort of modern in- interpretive dance. To it. What, to the lyrics? <laughs> yeah. Or just to the events of the evening? No, to, to, to the lyrics of, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so do come along and see us. <laughs> but, Probably um, take the train home. Yeah, as get, well. the tra- get the train home because, uh, you know, things are getting quite dangerous out there, I would say. Frank, Frank, Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a text in from Brian in Liverpool. I once told people that I feel stupid when I bite my fingers when eating a sandwich, only to find out that it's only me that does it. <laughs> Good. I like that. Good lad. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out how you would do that. Uh, you would. Yeah, if you were old. Yeah, you'd just. Overbite. His fingers are coming. It's, he's got an overbite. Well, he's either overbitten <laughs> or he's, he's overreaching with the fingers. <laughs> I think he's a man who's worried about dropping the sandwich, so he's holding it in yeah, two. Yeah, maybe he's eating one of those overfilled sandwiches that you sometimes get. You know, when you get a little head of steam up when you're making a sandwich, you think, yeah, I'll pop a bit of that in as well. Oh, and a bit of that. You must be like that, where you're piling I'll pickles in. Really extra, no, no, extra sprout. Too many sprouts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Eight no, sprouts. I'll put a, a cabbage pitter. in. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage sandwich. I have had cabbage. I've had almost everything on a sandwich. Yeah. The great thing about sandwiches is if once you get to the thing where you can just, you know, eat it like that, you don't have to add much washing up to do. See mm-hmm. the bread as a substitute plate mm-hmm. and yeah. work on that. That's my advice for the morning. Yeah. Thanks, Brian, in Liverpool. <laughs> so, so uh, the, yeah, we were talking about things going show. a bit wrong at work, generally speaking. Oh, I've, I've had a few. I've had, I once had a job uh, where it was, I was sort of a, a part-time worker at a place and, and the boss I didn't like and she didn't really like me and she told me off and turned away and as she was talking to me with her back to me, I was making faces, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Only for her to look up and go, you know I'm looking at you in this reflection here. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, ah! Like, she, she was just watching me go... Can like, I, really can, immature. Can I verify, you weren't making the sound? 
<laughs> no, but I was because trying to let the radio line. listeners know. Because <laughs> okay. everyone knows what that face is. Oh, they? yeah. Like, it's, and you did it so well. Well, I was signing I was a, for them. I was a little bit offended just seeing you recreate it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, felt I an air of disrespect. I, I used to work as a um, chambermaid in a hotel. and um, Who didn't? I, I don't want to break it to you listeners at home or whatever, but people who work as chambermaids quite often... Um, help themselves to things, as in, if you haven't eaten your biscuits, they'll start eating them, oh. or, you know, mm. things like that, and um, somebody had left some chips on a plate, and me and the girl I was cleaning the room <clears throat> with started eating the chips, and they walked in oh, no. to find us finishing their meal. <laughs> was this in the 19th century? <laughs> they didn't have chips in the 19th century. I thought they did in Birmingham. <laughs> so get over it. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. We move towards the last, uh, the last sections of the show. Actually, you've gone all the uh, sort of commentator on it. Yeah, this is a little, like a golf tone to your voice or something. Like that. <laughs> sort of Peter, bit Peter <laughs> Alice, yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, I wish that'd be lovely. Anyway, look, I, um, I have something of an announcement <coughs> to make. Do you? Now that you I'm want, in uh, golf, clear your throat. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm going to be a father. Congratulations. Thank you very Congratulations. much. Congratulations. Yeah, that's what people always say, isn't it? Your birthday and a baby. Yes, I thought I'd rob in the fact that I'm an older parent <laughs> by announcing it on my... Uh... And you are, somewhat. I mean, have you, are you slightly paranoid about any jokes you've made about famous uh, ageing fathers in the past? What, the Is David there... Jason element? <laughs> <laughs> Did he... Did he? Was he an old dad holder? Oh, God, he, he was... Older? Uh, wasn't he uh, 67 or something like was that? Was he really? Yeah. John Humphreys was, and uh, who was the famous one? Was it Des? Not yeah, it was Des O'Connor. The way I'm seeing it is, I probably won't have to deal with those difficult teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out of there. Every cloud. <laughs> exactly. That's the way to look at it. No, it's. Um, I mean, I haven't really spoke about it to anyone, but I thought, you know, as, as you and my radio family, you thought we'll broadcast it to the nation. Well, you know, I feel that the people who listen to this show, what is the thirty of them? I feel that they're they're, they're intimates of mine rather than audience members. I imagine so. they're group texting each other right now. <laughs> they, they might, they're all sitting in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> they all meet in a church hall somewhere. In the <laughs> I've already made certain pledges. You know, first of all, I don't, I don't want to be. And I know you do this occasionally, Alan, but I don't yeah. want to be one of those comics that does material about their children, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely don't want to be a comic like me. That would be a regressive <laughs> step for your career, Frank. No, <laughs> no but you know, you know what I mean? I, I once saw uh, Robin Williams do a whole sort of 25-minute thing about nappies, and I thought, yeah. well, I know what's in nappies. Well, where was the surprise element in this? Well, you so. can say that about any observational comedy, though. Yeah, but something... I've been on a train. What do you want about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm eating airport food. What's the point? Yeah, but there's something about if people who don't have kids, they don't they don't want to hear people who do have kids talking about having kids. That's yeah. my that's my theory. I was once out. I went to a contemporary dance event with Tony Adams, Lee Dixon of Arsenal, right? And who we hasn't? went. Who hasn't? Yeah, it was a it was a okay. It's against the grain, but the three of us went, and Adrian Childs as well. And uh, we went for a dinner after, and there was lots of non-football people at the dinner. And me and Tony Adams was talking about football, and he was really, you know, he was t telling me loads of information. And Lee Dixon said, uh, Addo, put the ball away, mate. <laughs> and uh, I've said that to uh, my girlfriend, Kath, a few times. We've, been, we've, been, we've got into baby talk, and I see people glazing over, and I say, Kath, put, put the ball away. 
Great. Well, you know it's not a ball, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks, looks like, like a, ball a ball from the outside. Up at the top, but it's not a ball. <laughs> it's a bump. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, that's fair enough. Also, I always think that, you know when people do that stuff, the funny things that kids say, they say, oh, my, my kid said this thing the other day. I always think if, if I was a child, I'd really, I'd never been, I'd never bond with my father if I knew he was using my material. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd think, just write it down, I'll use it when I get older. 526 has texted his congratulations already. That's Frank. fantastic. Isn't that nice? He's quick off the... I'm going to remember that from 526. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so, there's so, uh, so few numbered um, congratulations <laughs> I find in life. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously it's going to uh, change my whole... Uh, I mean, when you get to my age, you get up five or six times in the night anyway, so that's not going to... Absolutely. <laughs> it's the perfect time to start breeding. <laughs> but um, our, our producer, Emma, is actually leaving today to have a baby... Daisy, who wasn't that's just, that's, They're not related, you should No, 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 it's not <laughs> that. Well, the babies might be related, but not to my the Arnold Schwarzenegger about you. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks very much. <laughs> well, can I just say, I don't want to quote my own jokes, but there was a man in the audience last night from California, and I said, um, isn't um, Arnold Schwarzenegger the governor of California? And uh, he said he was, but he isn't anymore. And I said, I think you should anticipate his return. <laughs> And the audience laughed, and I thought no one would get it, and I was, I was so pleased. Anyway, so there I was talking about babies, but then I remembered a joke I did. <laughs> and I got excited. This is what your child has in store. Exactly. No, it's very, very exciting, and um, and all that stuff. Her, her congratulations has come in from 526 now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's texted in congratulations from himself and from... Uh, I imagine his his good wife or spouse well, or a female that he's surely, with. Surely, uh, I, I expected Six to be her surname if it's his wife, but I thought <laughs> she'd have a different first name. Well, may, maybe it's Mrs. Five Two Six. Oh, okay, <laughs> Old Ma Five Two Six. Texted in. So, uh, so it's it's a good uh, you you have uh, you have Cockrell Junior, of course. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good I'm move, a isn't it? Man. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, it'll open up a whole new world of excitement. You I'm see the world thinking, through, through fresh eyes again. Well, ever since the power cut, I'm thinking I need something to play with. If there's no telly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because yeah, kids are battery operated, so that's fine. That well, yeah, I didn't know that. Because you'll be next once them socks come off. <laughs> 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 oh dear. But um, I'll st- it just means I'll be up for the show a, a lot earlier and uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, what else? So what I'm saying to the listeners is get knitting. Yeah, hearty <laughs> congratulations. Um, you can, um, speaking of um, surprise downloads, you can... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, download Not The Weekend podcast, um, which will be available from... It takes nine months to from, gestate. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually t- due. It's due on Wednesday. That's the due date. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to induce the podcast if we possibly can. Uh, Mark Crossley is uh, is expected shortly. <laughs> Very good. Pregnant pause. <laughs> and um, <laughs> And... Um, with any luck, it won't be um, very jaundiced when it <laughs> arrives, the baby. Um, if you're not listening on the Absolute Radio, you won't get that joke, but I'm about to play Yellow by Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, if the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back this time next week. Thank you so much for listening, and um, ta a bit. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.